Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome to Narc Abuse No More, where we're here to help educate you about narcissistic abuse, because your feelings do matter. Hi, and welcome to another podcast of Narc Abuse No More with your host, Dr. and Evangelist. K.O. Rich, thanks for tuning in today. Today is Friday. Yes, it is Friday, April the 7th of 2023. I pray that you've had a blessed, stress-free, narcissistic-free, abuse-free week so far, and that the remainder of this week will continue to be so as well. But if not, we're going to be talking about a few things today. Again, my name is Dr. K.O. Rich with Narc Abuse No More, where we're here to help you admit what you feel in order to heal from the effects of narcissistic abuse because your feelings do matter. Yes, they do. But before we go on with today's podcast, I would like to invite you to visit us on our website at www.narcnarcabusenomore.org. Again, that website address is www.narcnarcabusenomore.org. And on our website, you'll find valuable information regarding narcissism, relationships, and if you have missed any of these podcasts, you can go directly to our website and catch up from there. Now, just to let you know, we are on every Monday, every Wednesday, every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. Central, and that is on SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Spreaker, Google Play, iTunes, CastBox, and Deezer. We're also on Amazon Audible, Rumble, Brighton, and the Tube. That's why we are on YouTube. So you have a variety of different platforms to listen to us from, and if all else fail, you can go directly to our website at www.narcnarcabusenomore.org. O-R-G. All right, what are we talking about today? We are talking about toxic family members. Toxic family members. Now, around this time of year, or should I say even not, not so much around the resurrection season, but normally closer to the, uh, I'm going to say the holidays, uh, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, you have a whole lot of people sending emails, um, sending messages that how are they going to deal with the toxic family members? And so we want to just talk about that. 
that because I know that it's not limited to the holidays. Uh, we we are also dealing with this. If if it's, if this is you, you're dealing with it all throughout the year. But I want to take time to before we go into that to um, just recognize um, today is the day that many people across the world are um, reflecting on the resurrection of Jesus Christ and what he did for us for our sins died for our sins so that we may have life and have it more abundantly and I pray that you are um, not only Christians but followers of Christ and that you will emulate him in your everyday walk in your everyday talk and I just want to take a moment to um, just express that all right so today we're talking about toxic family members toxic family members and how do you know when you have one and is it okay to cut ties with a toxic family member and so many people are dealing with these type of issues with these types of questions and i want to just take that time take this time to um, read you something that uh, that I have come across on social media uh, dealing with toxic family members it was a post it was a post that someone had um, had pulled up and I think that website address to that is www dot the end the endedsoul.com www.theendedsoul.com I think that's that website address the, the letters are real small but this is what someone said in this post they said I hate it when fam- when people say they're still your family quote unquote and they go on to say just because someone is your family doesn't mean you have to keep them in your life if they're toxic Blood means nothing sometimes. Don't let people guilt you into being in contact with someone who isn't good for your mental health. And yes, that that is true. Uh, a lot of times people don't understand, you know, if they have uh, maybe a healthy family dynamic or whatever case may be, they may not they may find it strange that someone would choose to distance themselves from family members because they feel like oh blood is thicker than water and oh well you should never distance yourself from family. But sometimes you have to. Sometimes you, you know you ha- you may have those family members that are so toxic to your emotional health, your spiritual health, your physical health, that you have to say, hold on a minute. You know what? I, I can't deal with this. I know that you're my blood, but the thing is I can choose not to be abused. Just because, just because someone is your bloodline. See, we can't help the family we're born into, but you can surely stop the abuse, the negativity, the toxicity, uh, toxicity that someone brings your way and therefore sometimes you might have to distance yourself from certain family members if they are toxic and sometimes people are not going to change and other people will not understand that and that's that's okay you have to do what's best for your mental health your spiritual health 
your physical health. So I want to talk about some things that toxic family members will do. And this, again, when you're dealing with uh, whether someone is abusive, toxic, narcissist, whatever category they're in, if they're in all of them, the thing is, is that you're the one that sees the true essence of who that person is. Oftentimes, other people only see the charming side of an individual, but then they don't see the monster behind the curtain. So if you have been the one to see the monster behind the curtain, then you're at you're the one that's best capable of deciding what you can and can't deal with. Other people may not see that. So therefore, you do not have to try to please other people just because they feel that you need to endure the induced and the abuse because they're not the ones that's going through it. So number one, a toxic family member will try to manipulate you. We know that this is one of the characteristics that is in the narcissist too. They will try to manipulate you to get you to do things that you do not want to do, things that you do not feel comfortable doing, things that may go against your beliefs, your your values. They do not care as long as they get what they want. And they will try to manipulate you. Why? Because they feel as if they're in the best position to do so because you're related by blood. And you do not have to allow anyone to manipulate you. Number two, they judge and criticize you unnecessarily. They feel that because I have the relative card, because I have the family card, that I can criticize you, I can judge you, I can I can do my best to manipulate you, I can do whatever it is that I want to do, and you have to take it because after all, I'm family. Well, let me just give you a wake-up call. That's not true. You do not have to stand around when someone is criti constantly criticizing you, judging you, trying to put you down. Because what that does is it wears on your self-esteem, your sense of value, your your ability to be independent away from that, that, that narcissist or that toxic individual. So you do not have to accept their their unnecessary criticisms or judgments number three they violate your boundaries this often happens with parents uh, grandparents um, in-laws outlaws you want to call them where they feel as if they don't have to respect you if you tell them that you don't want a certain thing for your children they will do it anyway they will not respect you as the parent or they might not respect you as an individual even more so because they feel as if they have the right to dictate and control you. So therefore, they, they violate your boundaries by not respecting them when you set them. And one thing for sure, you're the only one who is able to ensure that people respect your boundaries. And when there is a lack of respect and someone is determined not to... Uh, not to, how would I put this, not, not, not to respect what you have put in place. Uh, for example, if you say, you know what, um, please do not just drop by my house. Um, please call before you come and they can't respect that. Then you have the right to sit there and not open the door. <laughs> 
Now, I have a pet peeve with that. Now, I'm more lenient when it comes to family. But I do not like anyone just dropping by my house without giving me a call first. I could be running up and down the house in my birthday suit. That's my right, okay? I live alone. So, if I don't want to have on any clothes, okay, I'm just going to the extreme. But the thing is, is that I could be doing anything. How many times have somebody rung your doorbell and you were sitting on the toilet? Oh, you in the shower and someone's ringing the doorbell if you even hear them ringing the doorbell somebody did that to me once they that i was um i was in the shower and they had come by they hadn't called and they had come by and i didn't even hear them and then i got out the shower and they was like oh i was knocking at the door whatever and my thing my, i'm saying to myself you know, and I didn't say anything to the person because they were older, but I'm saying to myself, and you did not call, and you did not let me know that you were coming by, nor ask, was this a convenient time to come by? So you have to set those boundaries. And one thing about me, okay, the my house right now doesn't have a garage, but one day I am going to get a garage just for the purpose of being able to park my car in the garage. Where, and then if somebody knocks at my door, guess what? They don't know if I'm home or not because my car will be in the garage. <laughs> And I will not open the door. Even now, if somebody come to the door, I don't open it. If, I, if you haven't called me and said that, hey, I'm coming by, I don't open the door. Please call in advance. <laughs> All right. And, and let me just say this. Another pet peeve of mine is do not call me early in the morning. You know, someone right now got upset because I didn't pick up the phone at six something in the morning. Well, guess what? I don't, unless it's my my family or whatever, I don't talk to people that early in the morning. And if you decide, you know what, even they family, but I don't want to talk that early in the morning. And guess what? That is your right. That is your right. So you have to set boundaries for people or they will try to, which goes into our next one, they control you and make unreasonable demands. When you don't set boundaries, they feel like they have the right to control you. They feel like they have the right to set unreasonable demands. So therefore, for example, they, uh, you might have this one family member that feel like they can always borrow from you. They feel like you're the servicing loan company, all right? You're their AT you're their bank so they feel like whenever they come to you then they have the automatic right to get money from you you have to change that and say you know what no absolutely not if they if this person is irresponsible this person whatever the case may be you have to be the one to not allow people to control you with their unreasonable demands this comes to you having to choose between being a people pleaser and sometimes being a self pleaser. And I'm not talking about in a narcissistic, selfish manner. What I am saying right here is that when you have toxic members in your family, they will make unreasonable unreasonable demands or try to control you just because they feel like they have the family card. And you have the right to say no. Just because I am your family does not give you or entitle you to anything that I have or anything that you feel that I should do just because. Number five, they are unreliable. Now, they want to be able to rely on you, but you, but they are unreliable. 
You cannot depend on them if you need them. But they want to always be able to come and feel as if they can rely on you. Why? Because they feel like they have that family card. Okay, they're going to pull that card out every, every time. And no, they are unreliable. So therefore, you do not have to bow down to their, to their whims just because they feel as if they can use and abuse you. Because it's another form of abuse. Number six, they lie constantly. Sometimes when you have toxic family members, they will just lie just for the sake of it. It doesn't matter what it is. Everything that rolls out of their mouth is just a lie. And when you can, when you have someone that's like that, then it destroys the relationship because you have learned or will learn that you can never trust what they say. You can never trust anything out of their mouth. Number seven, they use guilt as a weapon. They use guilt as a weapon. When you're dealing with manipulative, toxic, narcissistic family members, they will try to guilt you just because they don't get their way. Just because they don't get what they want. And then they will try to force their ideas, force their opinions, force their beliefs onto you. And if you don't accept it, then they will try to guilt you because of it. Or if you don't jump at their every command, they will try to guilt you because of it. And you do not have to be guilted by anyone. You can say no and mean no. And don't have to feel guilty about it. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be back in just a moment. Give it love in a family door. We are family. 
Guess what? You still deserve respect. You still deserve someone not to abuse, misuse, or manipulate you. Number eight. They are available only when they need something from you. Have you had those that just want to come around (laughs) when you get paid? They know your payday better than you do. And so they always want to come borrow some money or they want you to do something for them, whatever case may be. Now, they're not available whenever you need it, but they always want you to do something for them because they have a sense of entitlement. So they are only available when they need something from you and you're the only one that can put a stop to it. Again, just because someone is family doesn't mean that you have to let them abuse, misuse, or use you. Number nine, they always need to be right and never accept responsibility for their behavior, their mistakes. When you're dealing with family members, um, they feel as if sometime, and this is not everyone, okay, we're talking about toxic family members. They will never accept when they do things wrong. When something is, uh, they will make everyone else feel as if it's, it's everyone's fault but theirs. They will not accept responsibility. For example, you might have a couple that get married. And they will blame everybody else for their divorce. But when it, when it all boiled down, it was those two people who did not make it in that marriage. But they will try to blame, if you're dealing with a narcissist or someone, they will try to blame other family members for it when it was actually you all were the one that did not make it because of whatever was going on between you two, not anyone else. But when you're dealing with a narcissist, they will never accept responsibility for their actions. Number nine. Uh, Number 10, I'm sorry, number 10. Um, they are always the victim, even if it is their own fault. The, when, you, when you're dealing with someone that is toxic, again, they do not want to take responsibility for the things that they do. So they will go around and have everybody thinking that they have been victimized by other people, including you. And they will never say what they did wrong. They will never accept responsibility for their own actions. They may have caused whatever the case is. uh, For example, this man may have been abusing this woman and he will blame the woman for him, for her leaving when it was his abuse that caused her to leave. Or should I say, let me, the male, the woman may have been uh, um, emotionally, verbally, whatever, abusive. And the man finally just said, I had enough. And he leaves and the woman will blame him instead of taking responsibility 
for her own actions. These are just a couple of scenarios, but you will find that if you are dealing with toxic family members, you may have your own uh, examples that you are experiences that you have been through to say, yeah, this is this person. You know, they went around and did a smear campaign when it was actually their fault. They will flip the script. They will try to change the story. They will make themselves feel or seem as if they're the victim and people who do not know any better will fall for the okie doke thinking oh whoa poor this person when it was actually that person who was at fault number 11 they help you only when it's beneficial for them they help you when it's only beneficial for them when you're dealing with a toxic family member or narcissist they only do whatever if they can get something out of it so if you if you ask them to do something for you, they're not going to do it unless and they feel that, hey, I can come and get something from this individual or something I'm benefiting from helping this, this person. But they will not do it unless. And, and, they, and let me go a little bit further. You even have to be careful when you're dealing with uh, when, those that got narcissistic traits or those that have full-blown NPD, narcissistic personality disorder, because they will sometimes do nice things but it is to gain loyalty points it's not because they're doing it out of the goodness of their heart they're doing it because they want they want to ensure that you accept whatever which we call love bombing okay they will love bomb on you so that they can be in your good graces so whenever they get ready to manipulate control take advantage of whatever it is then they feel like they have the upper hand because you will be at that point feeling as if you owe them something be careful with the love bombers be careful with those that feel they have a sense of entitlement be careful with those who who play the victim when they are the ones that's victimizing everyone else Number 12, they always shift the blame onto others. They always shift the blame onto others. Again, this is part of when the when the family member would not take responsibility for for and so every if there is their mother's father, it's their father's father, it's their sister's father, it's their brother's father, it's everybody else's fault for whatever happens in life with them when they don't succeed, oh it's my parents' fault. Oh, when they don't make good decisions or it's the siblings fault or that things fall in their life is somebody else's fault but they never take responsibility for the things that they do and they're always gonna pass it on and this is toxic behavior and you might say, you know what, I've been dealing with this. I don't want to deal with this kind of dysfunction. I know that this person is my family, but sometimes, come on now, sometimes you got to back it up and say, you know what, enough is enough. You may be my blood, but I sure as heck do not have to take your abuse, your manipulation, your violation of my rights, my personal bill of rights, and I have the right to remain happy and at peace we're going to take another quick break and we'll be back in just a moment
are the right arm of the father. They're supposed to, to, to do the cooking, raise the children, do the sewing, and help the father to guide and direct. Then there's the son. We're, we're about to end today's podcast but I want to just go over some things that you may notice if you had a dysfunctional uh, family and which often leads to dealing with uh, speaking of toxic family members now there is no perfect family we, we have to definitely understand that there are no perfect families because we are imperfect people but Sometimes the toxic and dysfunctional family, the traits of that can be hard to recognize. And you might be dealing with some issues that uh, that may have resulted from being in that toxic environment as a, uh, as a child. So if you were dealing with some things even as a child because you were a part of a, a toxic family, then it can have sometimes negative effects on you. But the thing is, is that we all make choices. And if you find that you may have been dealing with some toxicity in your family then get some counseling it 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 does not mean that hey you know you're 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 something wrong with you or whatever the case may be but it helps you to be a better person and helps you in your dynamics with other people and it helps you to set boundaries so if you're dealing with some toxic uh, family members and there were things that was going on even in your childhood that may be still going on today then that person that counselor can help you to guide you and nav- navigate you in the right direction as to how to handle certain things so you may have been raised in a toxic family uh if you were raised in a toxic family you may have been asked to uh um to parent or discipline your siblings um you may not have wanted that role but some people we were we, we find that a lot of uh, uh people are dealing with parents that are not uh emotionally balanced or parents that are, are are busy having their own lives or some that may be working or whatever case may be there's various situations and so they may have had to take on the role of being the disciplinarian which has caused maybe some issues within you 
and your siblings if you have uh, uh, grown up and you you say you know what things are harsh or things are toxic between us you may have had to take on extra responsibilities such as cooking and cleaning the things that and and you you felt as if you know hey I, I not I'm not just talking about chores because let me just say this let me make a distinction here every child needs to have responsibilities okay every child needs to have chores to do but you may have had to take on more than what you were capably able to or of age to do so you may have been had to provide emotional support if uh if you were uh uh, in the family or you may have had to provide emotional support, uh, support because someone in your family was imbalanced if you had a imbalanced uh, parent and you had to be the one of stability in that in that um, parental relationship so this may be something that you may have had to deal with that was dysfunctional in your family you may have been harshly criticized um where uh, you you were not given constructive criticism, but you were made to feel inferior, unloved, unwanted. This can cause uh, toxic behavior in the family, dysfunctional families, and you may have you may still be the recipient of this kind of thing. But the difference is that now that you are of age, you are an adult. You can choose not to allow that to define you. You can choose not to allow if that person is still or you have individuals that's still reminding you of those harsh criticisms and never wanting or feeling loved or unwanted you could choose you know what I'm not gonna uh, I'm not gonna be a part of this anymore because you want people that's gonna validate you love you respect you uh, treat you with dignity and respect and that doesn't always come from the bloodline um, I, I'm gonna say this again as, as I often say on this podcast you teach people how to treat you by what you allow them to do to you so therefore if you are allowing someone to treat you as their punching bag then guess what you have given them permission to do so and you do not have to give anyone permission to abuse or misuse you um they, they again you have the right to be loved you have the right to be respected you have the right to be uh, to be uh, uh, have compassion shown towards you you have the right to not be mocked or belittled because of your choices you don't have to be attacked uh, when sometimes when you're dealing with toxic family members, they will attack you do uh, because they know your vulnerabilities. All right, so you have the right to not allow that to take place. Uh, you have the right to not have anyone chip at your self-esteem. You deserve to be loved. And let me just say this because abuse comes in many forms, and when you're dealing with toxic family members, sometimes they feel as if they have the right to abuse you uh but you, you do not have to accept the abuse the abuse whether it's physical whether it's verbal whether it's sexual wh whatever it is gaslighting you may trying to make you doubt your reality there are so many forms of abuse and you do not have to allow anyone to abuse you and that includes your family you love them but sometimes you have to love people from a distance because they are so 
toxic and what happens if you pour arsenic in some water even though the water itself may be good for you but if you poison it with arsenic guess what you're gonna die okay you drink enough of it you're gonna die over over amount of time so the uh, many people are being poisoned by their toxic family members and they are dying emotionally and you deserve better just because someone is blood does not mean that they have the right to abuse you misuse you or not accept you for who you are all right we are about here i pray that today's podcast has been a blessing to you and that you would know that your feelings they do matter this is dr kl rich with narc abuse no more helping you to admit what you feel in order to heal from the effects of narcissistic abuse until next time Thank you.